You are listening to the Conversational Selling Podcast with Nancy Calabrese. Hi, everyone. It's Nancy Calabrese, and it's time again for Conversational Selling, the podcast where sales leaders and business experts share what's going on in sales and marketing today. And it always starts with the human conversation. Today, we're speaking with Jennifer Standish, a transformation coach with a strong background in cold calling and helping salespeople overcome call reluctance. In fact, she was the president of Prospecting Works, a cold calling consultancy that designed outbound calling programs for clients. Her warm and fuzzy approach to cold calling is extremely effective and appeals to women, introverts, and those who don't want to appear salesy. And in addition, Jennifer helps women in corporate America get the formal and financial recognition they deserve by overcoming self-limiting beliefs, building confidence, reducing fear and anxiety, changing their image in the eyes of management, advocating for themselves, and finally transforming their relationship and communication skills. Now, this is a topic so close to my heart, everyone. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Let's get started. Yes, absolutely. This is going to be great. So, you know, obviously, the the, the question to start with is, why do so many people hate cold calling? What's your opinion on that? Well, it depends. Like, are you asking about the people who are receiving the cold calls or are you asking about the people who are making them? Because Great question. I would say both. Yes. So the people that don't like making cold calls, um, what I have found in working in the cold calling arena for 20, 30 years um, is that call reluctance stems from self-limiting beliefs regarding what we were taught as children, that we are not to interrupt, we are not to be a pest, you know, we need to be, uh, don't speak until spoken to. So it's a lot of really childhood foundational rules that get in the way. And many times my clients, when I give them permission to call a business during business hours to discuss business, very often that's all they need. Because it's like, this is how business gets done you know, is, right. is by calling and having conversations. So you're allowed to do this. Um, now, the people yep. who, who are receiving the cold calls, what the reason why they don't like the cold calls is because the cold callers um, most often are not doing their homework. And they're just calling right. too many people. They're not focused. Um, I always tell people, if you're calling the right people and have a great delivery and, you know, a reasonable script, you're going to, they're going to take their call and you're going to get an appointment. Um, but yeah. most people aren't calling with integrity and they're calling way too many people. And what they're saying is something generic. And so they are. Right. Well, you know, um, it's funny. I am, um, we very much believe in uh, scripting and or talk tracks. Some yes. people don't like the word scripts, but by having a script, what you're doing is you're honing your skills each and every time you make the call so that you don't sound scripted and you sound different and professional. What are your thoughts on that? I agree. I say, let's look at it like, you know, uh, it's a Hollywood script. I mean, actors are memorizing scripts and they memorize them to the degree that when they speak them, right. 
sounds authentic. That's what you need to do. And what it helps <laughs> is, but it keeps, it maintains, um, you maintain the control of the conversation because you know that over time, you know, you're, you're, it's very predictable what people are going to say. Stick to the same script. Don't reinvent it every single call. Say the same thing right. over and over again. And you'll be able to predict what people say in response. And then you'll be able to then craft your responses accordingly. So it really makes your life so much easier if you yeah. know what you're going to say ahead of time. You know, it's so funny you say that every time I onboard a new employee, I use that example of an actor or an actress. Yeah. Who is your favorite one? And now you're becoming that person. You're just handed a script that you're going to have to study to give the performance. And, and, and I think it's a good way for them to understand, you know, yes. the, the value and the benefit of the script. Um Okay, so another thing I wanted to talk to you about is you said you have a warm and fuzzy approach to cold calling. What is that? <laughs> so my approach is based on authenticity. You have to believe in what you're calling about to your core, and you have to believe that you're helping people. Um, then you have to have integrity. You've got to really... Um, do your homework and make sure that you're calling only your very, very, very best prospects. You're not calling everyone under the sun. Right. And you're approaching it from a willingness to help. You're not approaching it to sell anything. And I only set, um, or what I teach is introductory appointments because it lowers the barriers. Um, if you're calling and you are implying that you're going to ask them to make a business decision, well, then, then the, you know, the, the, the walls go up and say, well, I, you know, the person's like, I'm not prepared to make a business decision, but it's so much easier if you just say, I just want to simple intro, you know, introduce myself, you know, so that yeah. way, you know, sometime down the line, you may need me or, or you, you know, um, you may be in a bind and, and you need a backup resource. So, um, I, you know, that to me is, is a, considering what else is out there, all the other approaches to me, it is very warm and fuzzy. Yeah. You know, I, I, I again, I think that when I think of warm and fuzzy, one thing that we do, you know, each and every week is we, we train and we recognize that this is a no business and we never take it personally right? You just got to keep going and keep going. And ultimately, you're going to get to that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And even, even the no's uh, eventually do come around. Uh, yep. There was there was somebody on LinkedIn, um, uh, who works for a, uh, a cold calling software company. And they said that they did a study about all the times that it was either a neutral response or a negative response. And uh, when you followed up with those people, um, there, there was just like this huge uptick in um, engagement. And it was like, because when you hear no, it's really no, not now. Right. It's not no forever. And so um, it, it is. It is never personal. And this is the thing that happens with with cold callers who don't have control over their own thoughts. Is when we're calling people and we're getting lots of voicemails and we're not hearing back. It's so easy to fill in the blanks. You know, oh, they're not right. interested. They don't want to hear from me. But you have to have a lot of mental discipline and not fill in the blanks because you really don't know why they're not calling you back. And they may be interested at some point, but now's not the time. So you right. just move on. Huh. Um, 
You mentioned earlier also you believe that cold calling training doesn't stick. Why does that happen? Or some of it doesn't stick? Some of it doesn't. Well, I think that there's, it's called drift. And people, uh, they will always drift to where they are most comfortable, which is why ongoing training, uh, you can you can never stop. And you always have to bring people back to best practices, back to their script. Right. There, was, there was somebody that I was working with recently who, I don't know why he did this, but it was, he he said, and I actually work for, and then he named the company. And I don't know why he needed that little phrase, but it was near impossible to get him to stop saying it. Mm-hmm. And he would do well for you know a couple of days and then he would drift back. And so I think that it's just um, human nature that we go to where we're more we're most comfortable and right. um, and people will will drift away from uh, from you know best practices or the scripts that they've been you know given. Yeah, you know, Every time I think about picking up the phone, I, I, I think about the, an opportunity to build a relationship, right? Communication is so critical in sales and um, using in, in our world, using our voice and having the right mindset, um, you know, gives us an advantage, right? We become those actors. Why would say our voices and our mindset be even more important than the script? Well, delivery, your delivery, I think is 80% of it. Uh, If you're confident and you believe in what you're saying, even with a mediocre script, you're still going to set schedule appointments. You have somebody with a very weak delivery and an amazing script. That person's not going to have any success because in cold calling, our voice communicates so much more than the words that we're saying. Yeah. Right. And so people, when you don't have the, when you don't have a face and you don't have facial inspections and body language, all of those little, you know, nuances in somebody's voice become incredibly important. And so confidence, people follow confidence. If you, if you, you know, I one time was, Years and years and years ago, um, I was calling and setting appointments for uh, bank uh, executives. And somebody picked up the phone. I wasn't expecting them to pick up the phone. And I I don't know why I said, but I was like, we're a great bank. (laughs) (laughs) And it was ridiculous. It was like, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe. But he scheduled the appointment. And he's like, I want to meet with a great bank. And he told the banker. I don't know who was calling for you, but she was amazing. Now I look at that as like, oh no, that was a mistake. I shouldn't have said it, but it was said with such honesty and right. and confidence, right? And so, so delivery is always going to be the biggest thing. You have to, yeah. Have you know, so several of my people will say right up front, you know, this is a cold call, and if you'd like to hang up on me, I understand. And they almost invariably say, no, 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 go on. They appreciate the the humor and the honesty. Yes. Oh, absolutely. There's a there's also a a technique where people will say, hey, you know can I just grab a couple seconds to tell you why I'm calling and then you can decide how we proceed. It's almost like it's asking for permission. And for a lot of people that have call reluctance, that's a nice way to go because once you receive permission to talk, then the anxiety lessens. And then you're like, okay, well now I've got 20, 30 seconds to say what I want. Right. 
and they're listening. Um, we chatted before our uh, podcast about executives and how C-suite executives will take cold calls, right? And yes. and a lot of people, I guess, have the call reluctance to speak to them. How, what what advice do you give to those that uh, may be intimidated? by contacting, you know, a C-suite executive. So if they're intimidated, and this also, this often happens in commercial insurance, where you've got a young commercial insurance producer and they're calling presidents or, you know, CEOs of co big companies. And they're inevitably, the people who they're calling are their, their father's age or their grandfather's age. And so they mm -hmm. feel like they don't have the authority. And so I tell people, I was like, listen, you do this day in and day out. You know more about your business than these presidents and CEOs do because they don't do it all day long. They, they run their business. So, right. So be confident in what you're communicating. Realize that you're really only selling the meeting. You're not selling a $3 million insurance policy. Right. Right. You're just selling the meeting. You're just asking for an introduction. And if you approach this with confidence, I mean, young, eager uh, people, uh, you know, whether you're a financial advisor or you're in commercial insurance or whatever, where age might be seen as an advantage, um, you know, it, people still follow confidence and people will work yep. with a young producer who's eager and building a book because they know they're going to get outstanding client service. So yep. I say, call, ask for the appointment. It's an introductory call. Are you're going to, you're not asking them to like hand you a ton of money. You're just asking for time. Yeah. Um, another thing that we uh, pay attention to, and, and perhaps some salespeople aren't aware of this, but the purpose of a cold call is to schedule the appointment, not to go into sell mode. What do you have to say about that? I agree 100%. And, and that it's it's really it, you're 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 trying to get an appointment. You're not trying to sell. You know, you're not trying to close any deals. That's not right. what it's about. And I think the people who do approach approach it that way, where they'll say, you know, want to explore the opportunity of working together, want to see if you have any needs that we, needs that we, we can you know help. It's like, oh, you are just you're burdening your call, right? So much like no, back yourself up. And just make it an introduction for the end, the appointment. Then right. when you have the appointment, then you build rapport and then you are given the permission to sell. But in a cold call, you don't have permission to sell. Right. Well, I, th I think simply, Jennifer, you know, if, if you go into sell mode in a first time conversation, you really don't have an opportunity to do the research and properly prepare for a lengthier discussion. Would you agree with that? Would, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of times my, uh, my, my students will ask, well, what if they're available right then and there? And I was like, okay, yeah. well, unless you're calling truckers or people who are, you know, on the road and, you know, can't talk, I, I always, always say, you know, now is not a really good time for me. I don't have right. enough time to do this. Can, you know, let's schedule, you know, at a later date so that you do have the mm -hmm do the research. You really, and I also, when I'm in a cold calling mode, I just want to make calls. I don't want to then switch modes and have an in-depth conversation with somebody. I'm not prepared. So right. you're doing yourself a disservice as well as the prospect a disservice. So yeah, 
Um, what would be your recommendation to everyone listening? How many calls should they make or how much time should they spend in cold call prospecting every day? It really depends on where you are in your business. If you're mm -hmm. a new business, 80% of your time should be spent right. you know, setting a point. But if you are in a mature business where you've got a lot of repeat clients, um, a repeat business, you probably don't have to be prospecting as much. Um, but yeah. it, 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 I think it, it, it depends really on the industry and, and where you Interesting. are. Um, so tell me something that you know is true that almost nobody agrees with you on. <laughs> that cold calling can actually be fun and you oh, can yes. enjoy it and you can enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I've had great conversations with people, uh, you know, and I've become good friends with people who have cold called me and yep. or who I have cold called. And so I tell everyone, take every single cold call that comes your way. I wrote an article years ago about like the seven reasons why an executive should take a cold call, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, nobody else is qualified to vet that call other than you. Um, a lot of it has to do with karma. You know, if your, if your people are cold calling, well then, and you want your prospects to take calls, then you should take all the calls that come to you. Yeah. Um, I also think you never really know who's on the other end and it could be somebody that could transform, transform your business. Yeah. So um, it, it, it's all relationship building, you know? Um, and, um, I, um, I'm looking and we're almost up with time, but I had a call today with a gentleman who was contacted by one of my people. Um, and I had spoken with him a couple of years ago and long story short, um, we're speaking again next week. Uh, and he was very complimentary of my caller. Now there's nothing like that hearing that, especially in this business, right? Um, yes. And I will tell there's you so much churn and burn and, uh, you need to just approach it. I think with the smile on your face, the level of confidence that you speak of yep. and the rest will come into play. I time and time again, I tell people, people thank me for calling them. People thank me for reaching out. Thank you for thinking of me. I really appreciate it. I can't yep. tell you how many times I've heard that from a prospect. It's rewarding. It is. It is. Yeah. So listen, how can my people find you? LinkedIn is the best place to get me. Um, I have all of my contact information. I even give you my phone number and I encourage people to call because I take all the calls. Okay. But LinkedIn, Jennifer Standish, I'm right there. You'll, you know, reach out, schedule a meeting. Uh, I work with companies. I, I design outbound calling programs. I work with individuals. Uh, I am a leadership. All right. Well, coach. you know, every, first of all, Jennifer, I really uh, enjoyed having the opportunity to speak with you. You're some friendly competition. Uh, and I suggest strongly, if you like what Jennifer had to say, reach out to her. She's a fascinating lady. We didn't even get into some of her interesting stories. And I hope that you'll come back on the show sometime soon. Oh, I'd be delighted. I'd be delighted. Okay, everyone, make it a great sales day. And when you're done listening to this, pick up the phone. See you next time. The Conversational Selling Podcast is sponsored by One of a Kind Sales. 
If you are frustrated that you don't have enough leads or your sales team complains that they just don't have enough time to prospect, we can help. To work with Nancy and her team to help you manage your sales team, install her proven outbound sales process, and create more bottom line results, email her now at nancy at oneofakindsales.com. To learn more about Nancy and her outbound sales secrets, grab your free copy of her book, The Inside Sales Solution, at oneofakindsales.com forward slash book.